Hello, and welcome to the Dental Marketing Mastery Series. This podcast is brought to you by New Patients Incorporated. I'm Howie Horrocks, the founder of New Patients Incorporated, and along with me once again is my friend and partner and the Chief Executive Officer of New Patients Incorporated, Mark Illitush. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dental Marketing Mastery Series podcast. We've got uh, our buddy and the CEO of our company, Mark Illitush. He's out there in uh, New Jersey. How are you doing, Mark? Hi, Howie. How are you? I'm great. Very nice good, here. Good. Very, very cool here in Vegas this morning. So very not- cool. What's that, like 95? Yeah, Is about 95. Very- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk about something, preparing for 2022 and why this year and then the next year will be completely different. Yeah. So you and I, Howie, we've been doing these podcasts about every month for, I don't even know. Long time. 160, 160 podcasts. So whatever that is divided by years. So, <laughs> so, and every year around this time, like around October, we try to project what's coming in dentistry and help people prepare their upcoming year marketing plan accordingly. Right. And that's, what we're going to do with this podcast. However, you may go back and listen to all the October podcasts, how to prepare for the following year. And much of what is in those podcasts is very similar, very consistent year to year. This year is demonstrably different than every other year we've ever done, simply because dentistry is recovering from the impact of COVID. Dentists are, patients are, staff is, are everybody's recovering. It's, you can't skip it, right? And that should impact how you manage your marketing in 2022. It's going to be drastically different than every other year we've done this. So if you're already used to these and you're sitting on your treadmill, or hopefully you're running on your treadmill right now, <laughs> don't turn it off because and, and think you've already heard it all because you haven't. So let's start with the similarities. That's really the best place to start. What's similar preparing for 2022 than, say, 2019? Budgets. As long as you want to continue to grow and as long as you have the capacity in your schedule to continue to grow, then your budget should be like it always is, 5% of trailing 12-month revenues to 5% of goal revenues for 2022. Don't change a thing. Just stay within. That served us really well for the last, what? 30 years, right, Howie? Long, <laughs> long time. Yeah. Long time, right? <laughs> Served our clients really well, right? So, that, so that's very consistent. Another consistency is dedicating some time, effort to improving your team function, how your team functions with your inbound marketing and your inbound marketing calls. We listen to thousands of phone calls and from new patients into client offices. And we will tell you that almost every one of you needs to pay some attention in 2022 to continual improvement of your staff's ability to convert phone calls. Very okay? important. I, don't, I think that will be consistent for the rest of our lives. <laughs> okay. I don't, yeah. I don't think that's going away. Okay. Because <laughs> no. you guys, you know, you might lose somebody at your front desk, bring somebody in new, and they need to be, you know, taught how to how to best convert. Yeah, anyway, yeah. so staff, that's a, staff turnover always requires staff retraining or continued training. Exactly. Yeah. So that's consistent. 
Another consistent, which will probably never go away, is paying attention to the volume and the quality of your Google reviews and and how you ask for them, when you ask for them, and how to generate more and better than the next guy down the street. And for extra credit, getting your patients to actually put dental keywords in their Google review. Yeah. Um, so for instance, uh, I got my, my dental implant at Dr. Smith's office, and it was a great experience. That is a wonderful review from a review standpoint, but from an SEO standpoint, having the word dental implants in there gives you lots of Google points in that local box so people find you over your competitors. So that's going to be a consistent too. So you'll probably hear this next year, hear it the following year. Forgive us for droning on, but we see that people aren't doing it. So we keep droning, right? If you want us to stop droning, then get to work. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So anyway, so those are the consistency. Those are many of the consistencies. Other consistencies are what you expect from your marketing. Now, we know because we do, we work in all media, online, offline, internal, external. That makes sense. We work in all media channels and have data from all the result data from all media channels funneling through quite an array of technology here. So we get to see and measure cost for marketing and we get to see and measure benefit from marketing. So we can tell you that in 2022, that if you're, if let's say half your budget is in digital, that you will get a moderate to high number of phone calls. Your conversion of those phone calls will be lower than traditional marketing, but the volume of patients will be higher. So you, if you have a capacity to fill, an immediate capacity to fill, then digital is probably where you should go with at least a good solid portion of your budget. If you're near or at capacity and you're really wanting like a good number of new patients, but what you really want is the best new patients that are around you that are available to come to any dental office, but you want them and you don't want your competitors to get them, then you're better off in traditional media. You're better off in traditional channels. So you can plan accordingly. If you're currently in traditional, but you need more volume, then move some of your budget into digital. If you're currently in digital and you're smashed and you have, you know, and all these people or, you know, many of them are shoppers or they're really insurance driven type patients and you just want to grow revenues, then you might want to move uh, some of your budget from digital to traditional. So, yeah. um, so those are all consistent. Those aren't going to change. Those aren't going to change in 2022. So let's get to why 2022 is going to be different than every other marketing year. We're all coming out of COVID. And, you know, let's just put aside the virus, what it does, masks, let's just hospitalizations, like, let's just put all that stuff aside. And let's just look at how it impacted dentistry and how it continues to impact dentistry. Because if you look at how it has impacted dentistry and you think through logically what should happen, then you can plan your marketing accordingly. So going back to what we see, Because we see everything that's going on with 
and hundreds of markets in the country, we can see trends. We can digitally see trends, calls, conversions, costs, so on and so forth. And because we can see that, and because we're on the phone with our Zoom calls with clients every month, the trend right now, as of October 2021, is dentistry is still overwhelmed with patient volume for the most part. I'm sure there's exceptions out there. There's startups, there's recent purchases, there's all kinds of exceptions, but I'm speaking general terms here. Dentistry is still overwhelmed with patient flow. You're overwhelmed with patient flow for a couple of reasons. Number one, you didn't have any patient flow for two months last year. So you got to sooner or later, that's going to come up and catch up, right? And another reason is because you can't find anybody to help you. You just like no, just the assistants and the hygienists and even a lot of front desks have somewhat temporarily moved out of the workforce. That's a so, huge problem. And we're hearing it all the time. That's a huge problem. Right. Right. It's an enormous problem. So Mark and Howie, how does this lend into my marketing plan for 2022? And the answer is, if you're still overwhelmed, you should conserve your marketing budget. <laughs> okay. This is two marketing guys telling you <laughs> that if you're overwhelmed, you shouldn't be marketing. Okay. You're just smoking money. Okay. We might be the only marketing guys that are going to tell you the truth and tell you that, but that's the truth. So the most important thing you can do now to prepare for 2022 is go do some measurements, right? Go measure how long it would take a new patient who calls you right now, not in emergency. They're not in pain. They were, let's say they were referred by your, their friend. When can you see them for their first new patient appointment? Most of you are going to say longer than eight workdays. So most of you are beyond capacity, okay? Some of you are going to say within eight workdays. Well, those people, you should probably restart your marketing in January and just have a regular marketing plan in 2022. If your answer is it's beyond eight workdays, there's some things you can do now to prepare to eventually start marketing again, because here's what we know is going to happen, or here's what we project will happen. We are projecting that with school opening, and school being consistent and not sending the kids back home for home learning or remote learning in almost every state in the country will bring some kind of calmness to those people who left the dental workforce. Those people will return. Not all of them. Some of them are gone forever. Okay. Yeah. But you can't tell me they're all gone forever because they all have a mortgage. <laughs> so all of them are not gone. So when they return to the workforce, you will have the workers necessary to produce the pent-up demand of dentistry that still exists from the two months you couldn't work last year. Okay. That will probably work itself through probably the first through to the first quarter. Right now, we're at the beginning of the fourth quarter of 2021. I would say the next six months. So March of 2022, you should see yourself with more people to help you, more production in your schedule, and you're going to work through the pent-up demand. And then that date, that spot for new patients is going to get, it's not going to be 15 days out. It's going to be 10 days out, then nine days out, then eight days out, then, oh my God, seven days out. And you're going to look at your schedule and go, oh crap, I need new patients. And you're going to call us, okay? We're call somebody, right? And try to help. So that's the key. The key is that eight days. So commit every month to asking yourself the question, if a new patient called right now and I wanted a primetime appointment, first in the morning, last in the afternoon, when can I see that patient? And as that number gets closer and closer to eight, that means your capacity for new patients is getting closer and closer to you. 
So when you hit eight, that's when you start implementing your marketing plan. You don't have to implement before that because you don't have any room for people. So how do you make more room, you know, for new patients? Well, if you've listened to our podcast, we're the ones who have been telling everybody <laughs> you're creating this mess on your own because you're pre-appointing everyone. So we're not going to go into a whole pre-appointment is not a great thing podcast. We can probably do that again, right, Howie? Yeah, yeah. It's but, worth um, repeating. <laughs> it's worth repeating. But what you can do is you can go out and you can run another report and say, okay, for the last six months, how many new patients on average did we see? Let's say the number is 20 new patients a month. Okay, great. Go out into your schedule and give me 24 painted appointments in prime time for new patients. And you might say, but Mark, we're only getting 20. It's like, that's okay, man. They're prime time. If, they, if you get close to them, you can fill them in like 10 minutes. Don't worry about it. Okay. But you never paint your schedule for the same number of new patients. You want your new patient number to grow. So you always paint the number of new patients in your schedule 120% of what you're currently enjoying. That's how you do it. So you go into your schedule and now I have 24 openings in prime time. Now, when I ask you that question, you're going to say, are new patient numbers going up and I have openings closer than eight days? See, some of this you're creating on your own, right? You can solve that problem by templating your schedule in your practice management software properly for growth. So as these next three or four or five or six months unfold and the pent up demand, uh, the workers come back. The pent-up demand gets consumed, and the next openings in prime time get closer and closer to today's date. That's your trigger. That's your trigger to start marketing again. Because if you've stopped, you should. If your capacity is filled, you should have stopped. Okay, we've counseled this through this whole thing, through this whole hell. On what was it, March twentieth of twenty twenty? I purposely shut off all of our marketing for all of our clients. I didn't even ask them. Okay, so we've been counseling people through this for the last year and a half. It's not like all of you are at exactly the same spot, but this year is so different because 80% of you are still over. You don't have enough room in your schedule for the demand. Okay, that means you're over capacity. So starting in January, well, starting in October, start measuring now. October. It's 11 days. Okay. Write it down somewhere on a piece of paper, stick it up on your laptop. All right. And then in October, measure again. Oh, it's 10 days. Okay. In November, it's 10 days. In December, it's eight days. In January, it's six days. You know, there's your cue. Start your marketing again. But if it stays 12 or 13 days out until March, you don't have to market. You have too many people. <laughs> okay. You're not going to have any room to go anywhere anyway. So this is very, very, very different kind of prep podcast for your marketing plans for 2022. It's entirely different. We've been through together incredibly dynamic economies. The housing bubble, 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005, everybody became a cosmetic dentist. Everybody had like $9 billion on their credit cards. They could right. pay them <laughs> off with home equity that didn't exist. And then everything busted, right? In 2008, right? Yeah. 2009 was this gigantic recession. You know, we've been through all this stuff, but COVID and its impact on our recommendations to our clients and our friends who are listening to us, it's just different this year. And what we're trying to do with this podcast is draw very specific attention to very specific area of your practice 
so that you know when to pull the trigger and get back into the marketing game. Some of you may not until the middle of next year, but eventually you're all going to because this pent up demand is going to get consumed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's it, man. That's letting you know that this is a different year. It's not scary. It's just you got to do a little bit more measuring and you'll be fine. And that's it. A couple of announcements. I just wrote a new guide. (laughs) I've been wanting to write this guide for, I don't know, (laughs) probably better part of 20 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I get I get yelled at here for finally, bragging about everybody. Finally got around yeah, to it. Huh? I get, yeah. <laughs> I know. I I got I get yelled at here for bragging too much about our company and about the people in our company. And I wrote a guide and it went through like 19 name iterations because what I wanted it, what did I want to call it? It was really bad. I wanted to call it eight ways dental companies, dental marketing firms rip you off or something like yeah, that. Like yeah. it's totally totally and completely off-putting. Your editor clamped down on you on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is my editor, in case you didn't know, right? So, but what I did do is, like, I hear and watch how dentists are tricked and fooled into, like, they're tricked and fooled. I'm sorry, but it's BS. (laughs) So basically what I created, I created a BS guide on how to tell when the person that's trying to sell you dental marketing services might not have your best interest at heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, our guide should have had that picture of a bull with the red line through it, right? So anyway, so we're going to publish that guide here this week. So you can just go to our website and get it if you want it. Anyway, uh, another announcement is we just went to ADOM, American Academy of Dental Office Managers. And this is the first time we exhibited there. And I got to tell you, man, that's, um, there was 1,100 office managers there, and they put on a fantastic program. They have breakout sessions on almost every subject for your business team. Really good leadership running that, that program. And we've, also, we've always, like, <laughs> our relationship with our office managers, with our clients' office managers, is either, like, they don't know what to do with us, right? Like, we report to them that they've received this many phone calls and this many people turned into this many new patients, and here they are. And, you know, so they can go do their metrics on their end. And, um, you know, there was this many missed calls, and, and there was this many, you know, that didn't really come out very well. <laughs> In other <laughs> words, the call rating wasn't very good. Yeah. And some office managers look at that and they feel threatened. And then some office managers look at that and go, oh my God, hell yeah, you did all this work for me. You guys are rocket stars, right? Rocket stars, right? So we get both ends of this from the office managers. And we went to this office manager meeting in Orlando in, uh, I don't know, three or four weeks ago. Man, that's a room of office managers that get it. They were a notch above. So anyway, so what we decided to do was we're going to fund a scholarship for one of our office managers to go because uh, it costs money to go and you have to have a probably an airplane ticket. It's in Scottsdale next year, uh, Arizona. And so we're going to pay their way. We're going to pay their way, their membership, uh, get them a hotel and pay for the conference and all that stuff for the best performing office manager data-wise who yeah. has the most phone calls into new patients, right? Wouldn't that be a nice metric, right? That's I, I thought of that on the way home. Like, why aren't we already doing this? And we should. So we're going to. We're going to do that. So look for 
information from us. If you're an office manager that listens to our podcasts and you're not familiar with ADOM, get familiar with ADOM. And if you want to be part of this, well, you're going to be part of the contest because you don't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're automatically enrolled. You're, you're automatically <laughs> enrolled in the contest, right? Just for <laughs> knowing us. Yeah. But um, anyway, that's uh, so yeah, we got lots of cool things happening. And those are two of of note for this last month. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of you out there and we appreciate you and uh, we hope uh, that we're helpful. So until next time, hasta la vista. We hope you've enjoyed our podcast today. You can get all of our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, and Libsyn.com and on our website, newpatientsinc.com.